Hello, and welcome to this special edition of The Top Story, where we look back at a touching story that unfolded in Beijing as heavy rainfall and flooding wreaked havoc in the northern parts of China. I'm Shane Bigham. The Chinese capital is still recovering from the catastrophic flooding caused by record downpours two weeks ago. Extreme rainfall hit the Beijing-Tianjin-Hebei region from July 29th to August 2nd, as Typhoon Doksuri slammed into the Chinese mainland, bringing an unprecedented deluge. In the capital alone, officials have confirmed the deaths of more than 30 people, including rescuers from the rain-triggered disasters, and over a dozen others are still missing. But people's memories of those days are not all about tragedies. A heroic operation to rescue passengers on three trains who were trapped in the floods has gone viral in the country. Sui brings us the story of train K396 as the survivors recount their ordeal and miraculous rescue. After lunch, all the foods were almost sold out. After the evacuation, I stayed in the operation room. I stayed in the room to receive phone calls. The uniform on me is duty. It's duty. We could only walk along an uneven muddy road. The current in the flooded water was very strong. The only precautionary measure we had was by yelling, watch your step. These people all took part in the operation to rescue passengers on train K396. The train got stuck in the vicinity of Beijing on July 30th. Heavy rainfall triggered landslides and trapped all the people on board. Affected by flood caused by Typhoon Doxury, three trains including K1178, Z180 and K396 were all stranded in the mountainous area in Mentogu, Beijing. Train K396 was traveling from Wuhan a city in Inner Mongolia to Beijing when the incident took place. It was halted just 70 kilometers away from its terminal in Beijing, a trip that should take less than one hour on a normal day. Nobody at that time expected to be stranded on the train for about three days. I thought that day was just one of my regular working days. I was happy on board. I love my job. Zhao Yang is intended on K396. She's been doing the job for over three years. Due to heavy rain, the train started to slow down after leaving Xuanhua Station. It then stopped at Luopo Ling Station at 12.50 p.m. It was constantly raining. I didn't think the situation was serious at that time. I thought I only need to calm down the passengers and explain to them patiently. The situation was actually more serious than Zhao thought. On July 29th, heavy downpours brought by Typhoon Duxury started to batter Beijing and its surrounding areas. The rain destroyed several parts of the railway line, forcing trains K396, K1178, and Z180 to stop. On K396, Zhao Yang and her colleagues had a group meeting to evaluate the situation and to try and find a way out. Just first, through the radio, 
We immediately made an apology on the radio to passengers. According to railway regulations, staff needs to apologize and inform passengers in case of a delay that lasts for half an hour or more. But we thought a face-to-face apology would be more comforting. We went to the carriages one by one to explain the situation to passengers. As time went by, the people on board had to face a looming problem: the shortage of food and other necessities. Twelve fifty p.m. is lunch time. After lunch, all the foods were almost sold out. We instantly activated the emergency plan and used backup supplies. But backup supplies were also sold out before lunch in the afternoon. There were around a thousand passengers on the train. The task of ensuring their meals became extremely difficult. Lopoling Station was their last resort, but it's a freight station, which means the station does not have the capacity to accept passengers, and there was no food in storage for them. Director Ma Reixin had to scout around nearby stores for supplies. The chief conductor of K three nine six called and told me that he needed supplies. The first batch of supplies was all prepared at three p.m. There were twenty boxes of instant noodles, a box of ham sausage, some pickles, and two hundred pairs of chopsticks. We immediately delivered the supplies to the train. We soon started to distribute the supplies to passengers. There was a study group in carriage number 15. They were all children, and only four teachers were with them. We gave them four boxes of instant noodles. Then we sent the rest to others. We prioritized the children and the elderly. The rain continued to pour. At 5 p.m., the train had stopped for over four hours. Passengers on the train began to feel anxious, and there was no more food for their next meal. The train's chief conductor Yang Long decided to ask for assistance again. The rain was still very heavy, and all the supplies were almost handed out. I called for more assistance. I also made a list on what we needed, including 15 kilograms of eggs, 10 kilograms of tomatoes, and some other items such as onion, pepper, and celery. Director Ma Reixin of the Luoping Station tried his best to collect the second batch of supplies. We traveled about 30 kilometers in the surrounding areas to buy old instant noodles that we could find, but there were only 16 bags. We also bought 15 kilograms of eggs and 15 kilograms of celery, 13 items in total. However, on the way back, Ma and his team got stuck just one kilometer away from the station due to a new round of landslides. At the same time, a team set out from train K three nine six to help bring back the gathered supplies. We organized a six-member team to retrieve the supplies. There were only two males in the team, including me. Others were all female. It was the first time for us to stop our train at Luoping. We were not quite familiar with the geographic conditions here. There was a high voltage line over our head, twenty-seven thousand volts. 
extremely dangerous under such a bad weather. The road was blocked by a big truck. We could only walk along an uneven muddy road. The current in the flooded water was very strong. The only precautionary measure we had was by yelling, watch your step. Attendant Zhao Yang joined the group that went to pick up these supplies, and she got teary-eyed as she recalled the risky journey. There was a big tree that you can't even hold on to. It had fallen. Also, there were many fallen street lamps and collapsed walls. We were just ordinary people. Because we were in our work uniform, we needed to shoulder our responsibility. We were also afraid, afraid that we wouldn't make it. Passengers were gathering at the dining carriage when the second batch of supplies arrived. After being stranded for hours, Anxiety was mounting among the people. Zhao was worried that the passengers might trigger a stampede. She did whatever she could to calm down as many of them as possible. I am a woman and a daughter. Because I am in the uniform, I need to ensure all your safety. Don't rush, stay calm, don't let any dangerous things happen. I had a lot of thoughts with when we were retrieving the supplies outside. We walked around 800 meters and saw two spots of landslides. Don't be crowded, food will be ready and it's free for everyone. An imminent crisis was diffused, but uncertainties still remained. Downpours continued throughout the night. In the morning, some good news arrived. The passengers were informed that the damaged tracks ahead had been repaired and that the trip would continue. Sadly, that feeling of joy was short-lived. Shortly after setting out, another severe landslide pulled them back. They had to face the food shortage again with only 10 kilograms of potatoes and a little bit of rice remaining at that time. What's worse, they lost contact with the outside world in the afternoon. When intense rainfall left people stranded, rescue efforts were immediately initiated. Several rescue teams were dispatched to the stranded K396 and the other two trains. A 24-member team tasked with rescuing K396 was led by Deputy Director Fu Jie from the Special Disaster Rescue Department of the Beijing Fire Brigade. We went through 10 tunnels. The longest is about 2 kilometers. It was completely dark inside. Because of the rainfall, the water level could reach our waist. We felt anxious. Though we are trained professionals and had accumulated experience from many rescue operations, the human instincts still exist. While the rescue team was approaching, train K396 was facing even greater danger. The water level in the reservoir near the Luopoling station had exceeded the alert line. Station director Ma Xin was clear on how severe the consequences would be. K396 would fall into the river if the reservoir collapsed. The train station would also collapse. We were left with no choice but to evacuate all the passengers. Thanks to mass coordination, the passengers were evacuated to the nearby Luopoling community. 
After the evacuation, I stayed in the operation room. I told my staff to withdraw together with the passengers. I stayed in the room to receive phone calls. The uniform on me is duty. It's duty. And then 20, 30 minutes passed. My colleagues all returned. I cried. I even want to cry now. The Luoping community has a permanent population of less than 400, most of them elderly. Earlier in the day, the community was informed about the situation with the train and its passengers. They were asked to help to ensure the safety of the passengers and provide them with supplies. Local residents made all-out and selfless efforts to lend a helping hand to the operation, despite having lost local communications and lacking the most basic necessities themselves. The community's kindness and selfless acts left a lasting impression on the passengers. Many residents had no food and water. They then decided to pick their homegrown cucumbers and eggplants for us. They even gave us their homemade pickles. The villagers had faced a short supply of food and drinks for several days, but they still left something for us. Meng Armei is the local community leader. We were informed of the situation and decided to ensure the safety of these nearly 1,000 passengers. All the villagers selflessly gave away their food and made pots of noodle soup and dough soup. Probably the youngest resident is me, 51 year old. The residents are all old people and they don't have much savings. However, they looked for water and rice from various places to make porridge for the passengers. Some residents even said, "If we have a bite to eat, we won't let any passengers go hungry." Rooms were arranged to accommodate the elderly and children, while young people chose to spend the night in the open square. Attendant Zhao Yang and her colleagues stay in the rain until midnight to ensure the safety of the passengers and villagers. We were standing in the rain with plastic bags covering our heads. Cold, very cold, really cold. We worked for over 30 hours without any rest. Many of us fell asleep while sitting. We were very hungry, so we started fantasizing about eating hot pot, two-flavor hot pot. What do you want? What do you want? It's the joy in the midst of the pain. It's the optimism. It was still raining, but the situation seemed to have turned for the better. After learning that impending danger of the nearby reservoir was lifted, the crew brought the passengers back to the train for better shelter. At least there were quilts and beds on the train. But one thing that was difficult to overcome was the lack of electricity. The bathroom was also unavailable because it can't be used without electricity. While waiting to be rescued, the crew members took turns to check on the passengers and made several rounds of safety patrols. Unexpectedly, 
the water level of the Luo Puling Reservoir rose again on the morning of the third day. Once again, the crew tried to evacuate the passengers, but it was more difficult this time. Some passengers were reluctant to get off the train because getting off the train means getting caught in the rain. We waited for them outside the train because if we waited for them in the train, they would think we hadn't gotten out yet. Why should they get out? Meanwhile, complicated terrains caused by the rainfall slowed down the rescue team. The biggest obstacle for the firefighters, led by Fujie, was the destroyed section of railway track, where it was partly washed away by flooding. Only the rails and railroad ties were left suspended in the air. Below was a running river. Due to the complicated road conditions and unpredictable risks, our speed was very slow. The rescuers were less than 10 kilometers away from Luopoling. But the trip took Fujie and his team nearly seven hours. The rescue team finally reached the train at 4 p.m. on August 1st. After arriving, we met the chief conductor and the staff members and checked on the status of passengers. There were many people there. We then realized how difficult it was for the Luopoling community to provide passengers with the supplies. The community leader had been making porridge all these days for the passengers. When I met her, she almost cried and said they had run out of food and water. Another 40-member rescue team arrived later on the same day, bringing food, water, and medication. By nighttime, another 500 reinforcements arrived. Almost at the same time, rescuers also reached the other two stranded trains, Z180 and K1178, and assisted the occupants. Recalling the moment when the rescue team arrived, attendant Zhao Yang of K396 could not help feeling lucky. When they came, we saw the light. I shouted to the passengers that the rescue force had come. At that time, the only thought in my head was that we finally made it, and we must convey this confidence to the passengers. Her feelings were shared by many others. After the three days, we were very anxious. If the rescue team didn't reach us, we would have collapsed. I told my wife I was safe. She burst into tears, and she was totally not in a good state. The first batch of 328 passengers on K396 were safely escorted to Beijing on the morning of August 2nd. At 4:30 p.m. on the same day, a second batch of 500 passengers arrived. The remaining passengers of K396, Z180, and K1178 were all safely transferred to Beijing in the early morning of the very next day.
That was Sui with the report on how thousands of train passengers survived being stranded amid heavy rainfall and flooding in a Beijing suburb. Each and every member of the staff on board train K396 has been awarded 10,000 yuan for their courage and feats during the incident. Attendant Zhao Yang, chief conductor Yang Long and his deputy have since been promoted for their outstanding performances. With that, we end this special program. Thanks for listening.